Welcome to the Journey Podcast, where we share some of the most inspiring stories on the planet, life lessons and tools that will help you navigate through your own personal journey. On this episode, you will find a segment from our weekly life coaching platform, the Dream Nation Breakfast Club. Feel free to tune in live on Zoom every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern via dnbreakfastclub.com. I am your host, Josh Valentine. Today, I wanted to talk about finances. I know we've spoken about finances in the past, and I specifically wanted to talk about freeing yourself financially, freeing yourself from the financial bondage. So you have obviously spiritual aspects of life that can be of value, but you also have laws of the land that you have to abide by. You can pray all day long. But let's be real, how many people that you know who pray and they go one year, two years, three years, and they're still praying and they're not participating in their own rescue? As the good book states, faith without works is dead. You've got to meet God halfway. You have to be willing to get in the game as well and participate. It's so important. I, I was thinking about this. If 65% approximately, over 60% of people, that's much more than half, are struggling financially. That means the vast majority of the Breakfast Club community are in this space. The vast majority. So it was important for me to just add value from this dimension of life because again, as, as great as spirituality is, you still have the laws of the land that apply to you. And it's so important to understand what you can do to participate in your own rescue, what you can do to pull yourselves up by the bootstrap and figure out your situation to empower yourself. I feel like this is the one thing that Sometimes people can get lost in the sauce when it comes to spirituality and they neglect the fact that, hey, we still have to tame the land. We still have to do life on earth. And it's so essential to understand the rules of the game, understand what applies when it comes to helping yourself or participating in the process to really get yourself out of that situation. So as much as I love spirituality, I also love practicality. I love the fact that we are co-creators. We are children of God. And we have an opportunity to co-create with our God and really get engaged with getting ourselves out of the suffering that we're in. And that's the beautiful thing. Would you even want it so easy where everything is handed to you? So you have to change your perspective and shift your paradigm at how you look at your struggles. My job here on The Breakfast Club is not to eradicate pain from your life or struggle from your life. My job here is to show you how to struggle well, show you how to bear your cross with dignity, with honor, with grace, because we all are going to have our pain, our struggles of life. And if you can just learn how to struggle well, when the darkness does come in your life, when you are in a difficult season, when you are in the midst of chaos, 
then you can get to a place where you understand that this too shall pass. And if I can just ask the Lord for my daily bread and get through another day, then I'm doing my part, right? By asking, but also getting engaged in the process. And it's, it's crazy. I'm just getting goosebumps just thinking about this because I, I think about you guys a lot. I, I think about my community a lot. I think about every single week, whatever's on my spirit to really help you guys bear your cross with dignity, with grace, with honor, whatever it is that you're going through, whatever burden you're going through, the, the pain that you may be experiencing, you have to remember that pain is inevitable and suffering is a choice. Yes, pain will come in your lifetime. There's just no getting around it. But to stay there, to suffer, to just constantly beg for help, but not be willing to do the work, not be willing to participate in your own rescue. You're doing yourself a major disservice. And today I really wanted to give you guys some tools that can help alleviate you from the financial bondage that you may be in. And I know that you'll get a lot of value from this session and hopefully whoever you share this with would also be able to get value because again, 65, think about that, 65% of, and, and think about the inflation rates. Think about the cost of living. It's not going to necessarily get any better, but if we can help you be more equipped and show you how you can get through and how you can participate in the process of getting yourself out of the hole that you're currently in. And let me just keep it a buck with y'all. I have friends who are multimillionaires who go through it financially. Don't think because someone looks like they have it all together on the outside that they're not living lives of quiet desperation. This crosses every spectrum of the socioeconomic ladder. No one is exempt from this per se. So you may see your neighbor with the big home and the fancy cars, but understand that those expenses are probably two, three, four times greater than your expenses. And that pain, as they say, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. It is a very big burden to carry. So I really want you guys to also understand that when it comes to prayer overall, oftentimes we're praying for what we want. And I like to have an understanding of how my creator works by reflecting on how a father in scripture, our creator is referred to as our father. And I, I like the idea of God or the universe, whatever you want to refer to it as the father. And the thing about that idea is when I reflect on what a good father is I reflect on my relationship with my sons. And last night I was really pondering this and I was thinking to myself, 
if I had a child and I knew because of so much wisdom of life, I, I understand a lot more of life. And I understand if I give myself or if I give my child anything that they want, my child will probably end up spoiled rotten. And imagine if I just only every single time my child wanted something and he came asking me for something and I just gave him what he want, gave him what he want, gave him what he want. Isn't it true that if you just give a child what they want, it's probably not going to be in the best interest of the child long term. Now, think about this. What if you just gave the child what the child needed? Would that child be better off years later if they just got what they needed as opposed to just getting what they wanted? Think about this. When you constantly ask for what it is that you want and not what it is that you need, isn't it true that throughout the course of your life, if you had gotten what you wanted, it probably would have led you to self-sabotage. It probably would have led you to your destruction. Because the issue with today's society is because of capitalism, because of social programming, we're all in a space where everybody just wants to be rich. Everybody wants the the material stuff. And we fall into a mindset of materialism. And when you fall into a mindset of materialism, people don't realize that in order to have so much from a material standpoint, there's a, a lot of capacity for responsibility necessary to be able to preserve those things. What happens if you just got the million dollars that you want so bad, but then you lose your family in the process. You lose your health in the process. You lose your peace in the process. Is it really worth it? Do you really think that your creator would want to give you something if he also knows that what he gives you will also lead you to more suffering? So be careful what you wish for, as the old cliche saying states, because what you want for you may not necessarily be what your creator wants for you. And it's essential to acknowledge that and get to a place of, yes, it's, it's important to be specific about what it is that you want. I'm not denying this. But it's also important to pray for what you need and pray for divine insight and wisdom and guidance. Because if you pray for divine wisdom and guidance or meditate on what God is trying to tell you, then you'll eventually come to the realization of what you truly need as opposed to what you want. So again, when it comes to whatever it is that you feel like you lack in this lifetime. I love the belief and my beliefs aren't for you to believe. 
Just see if it resonates with you. See if this messaging resonates with you, no matter what your religion or faith is, or even if you're secular, an atheist, whatever. But just see how this message resonates with you. And I always say you can judge a tree by the fruit that it bears. You look at who's delivering the message and are they bearing really good fruit in their lifetime? And I love the philosophy of God answering prayer in three ways. Yes, not now, or I've got something even better. So if God answers yes, just if your child asks you, Mommy, I, I really would love to take piano lessons. You know that those piano lessons are probably going to be valuable for your child. Or what if they say, Dad, I really want to go to summer camp you know that the summer camp is probably going to be useful for that child. So how would you respond? A lot of the times, if you have the financial means, yes. Now, what if, let's just say, the child is asking for you to send them off to this really expensive camp. And that expensive camp is going to affect you, right? Financially, it's probably not the best situation for everybody in the household because these finances may have to be allocated to feeding your little brother or your big sister. So maybe it may not be a yes, or maybe it might be a yes, but it may just be a not now. So for example, your child may be asking to go to summer camp, but your child is four years old and summer camp is better at five. Or maybe the requirement is for them to be five. Then it may be a not now. Or maybe that your child has to develop and mature a little bit more before they're ready for what it is that they're asking for. So it'll be a not now in that situation. And let's go to the last scenario. What if that child is asking for something and you say, I've got something even better? You see, that child is limited by their limited perspective. But as the parent, you have this greater wisdom and insight. You can oversee a lot of different aspects of life. And when it comes to your creator is the alpha, the omega that understands past, present, future. So perhaps what you want is not even what's best for you. And maybe there's something even better. I remember that there were seasons of my life where I wanted something and I didn't get it, but God had something even better. How many of you can relate to a time in your life where you wanted something and maybe God even dreamt bigger than you could possibly dream for yourself? And Maybe your timing wasn't necessarily God's timing, but God's timing was always the perfect timing. There's an old Russian proverb or saying that states, man makes plans and God laughs. <laughs> because, again, you may want it now. You have to be patient with the outcome, but impatient with your activity what you can control. Because there may be other things that are working themselves out. 
before you're ready? What if you have to develop yourself? For example, financially, do you know how many people I come across that say, I want to be a millionaire? But then when I ask them, do you really feel like you're ready for that? Do you feel like you would be a good steward of the wealth? Do you feel like you have an understanding of how money even works? Or do you feel like you'd be able to lead thousands of people? Or, or have the capacity to be responsible? Do you have the ability to have the emotional control? And oftentimes, the answer is no. So be careful what you wish for because you may very well get that thing and you are not equipped for that very thing. So it's essential to continuously work on yourself and do your part. Expand your capacity for what you can be responsible for. And to whom much is given, much is required. So just know that if you want more, much more is going to be required out of you. If you are stressed out at $30,000 a year, just imagine that a million a year. Just imagine, think about that. We get so gung-ho about the idea of being rich, but no one ever looks at what that comes with, the responsibility of being rich. And it's a major burden to carry. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. So if you want the, the, the crown of financial abundance, that is one heavy crown that you will have to wear. And you better make sure that your neck is strong enough to support it. Because if it's not, it's going to be a very tough season in your life. And you see this happen with people who win the lottery over and over again. You see it happen over and over again. Yes, pray for what it is that you want, but also pray for what it is that you need. And pray for divine insight and wisdom and guidance. Because in that, you'll discover what you truly want. And pray to expand your capacity for what you can be responsible for. And pray for the strength to be able to push forward despite the resistance that you're currently going through, for the courage, for the, the compassion necessary to even forgive people who wrong you. and. In that, you will eventually find your way and always, when it comes to prayer, just express gratitude for what's happening in your life and what's going to happen in your life. Expressing gratitude is so important to always express gratitude because the more you express gratitude, the more you are given things to be grateful for. You are not attracting your thoughts, you're attracting your emotions. So if you are constantly in a state of gratitude, again, you will be given more and more things to be grateful for. But if you're constantly in a state of lack, in a state of scarcity, then what do you think you're going to get more of? What you focus on expands. So if you're constantly focused on where you're not, if you're constantly focused on the lack, on the scarcity, you're just going to get more of that in your life. I love the analogy of the race car drivers. When race car drivers are being trained, 
And when they're, whenever they're being trained on coming around the bend and let's just say losing control, what ends up happening is most people are hardwired. Their survival mechanism will have them looking at the wall they were about to crash into. So the NASCAR driver is naturally going to start looking at that wall. And this is what happens. It has been shown that for drivers, whenever they look at where they're going, they're far more likely to go in that direction. So if you look at the wall, the odds of you crashing into the wall are significantly higher. So what the NASCAR drivers are programmed to do or trained to do is automatically when they're sliding out of control, they're, they're trained to look in the direction that they want the car to go. And isn't that such an interesting analogy for life? Because what you focus on expands. So if you are sliding out of control and you start looking at what you're fearful of, if you start putting all of your focus on that wall, if you start putting all of your focus on all of the things that are causing you anxiety and stress, then you're going to be far more likely to go in that direction. But if you focus on where you want to go, you focus on your destination and set your mind on that destination you turn the other cheek and you look in the direction of where you're wanting to be headed, then again, what you focus on expands and you'll be far more likely to go in that direction. So with all of this stuff that I'll be sharing with you today, just know that when it comes to just your mindset, when it comes to your attitude about going through whatever it is that you're going through, it's essential to have the attitude that is most conducive for the results that you want to produce in your life. It's important to equip yourself mentally. Mindset and attitude are everything when it comes to liberating yourself from financial bondage. It's so important. You can have the spirituality, but there are many different dimensions of life. It's like taking care of your health. You can pray for abundance all day long, but if you're not taking care of your health, then it's going to have a natural effect on your mind. And your mind is going to have a natural effect on your attitude. So remember, it's 20% skill set, 80% mindset. So 80% mindset, 20% skill set, 80% mindset. It's the attitude and it's the way you think about what it is that you're going through, the meaning you give to your specific situation. You can sit there and focus on the lack, on the scarcity, on what's not right, or you can make a decision that you are going to be grateful for all of the abundance in your life. And if you look close enough, you'll see abundance everywhere. You will see it everywhere. From the internet, from unlimited knowledge on your phone. Abundance is everywhere. The abundance that we have today, it's drastically better than what our ancestors had. Even just 50 years ago, it is everywhere. 
But because you attach finances to abundance, that's why you're having a difficult time because you're just looking at abundance from a financial standpoint, but abundance can take many different forms. And when you focus on how abundant you truly are, what do you think you're going to attract more in your life? More abundance. Does anybody believe in this idea of what you focus on expands? Does anybody believe in that? Absolutely. I most certainly believe in this and I've seen it throughout the course of my life. It's like people who are Debbie Downers and Johnny Rainclouds type of people. These people are always focused on the negative. So what do they get more of? The negative. Think about the people in your family who are most negative. What are they focusing on? The negative. What are they talking about? The gossip. How are they living? Always just dwelling on things. People who always get sick. What are they always talking about? They're always talking about the sickness. There's power in the tongue. You have to be very careful what, you, what comes out of your mouth because what you vocalize, you internalize. And if you're constantly vocalizing things that are negative, you will internalize a lot of negativity in your life. Thanks again for tuning into this episode. It would mean the world to me if you can follow, subscribe, share, or even leave a review. I look forward to putting out more content and we'll see you on another episode.